the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The American workforce, 4.4 million workers, quit their jobs during September. The coronavirus pandemic is at the heart of most of the decisions because workers who can't afford gas or childcare have opted out of jobs, many seeking employment at companies closer to their homes. Correspondent Ken Lorman. An alliance of unions representing 50,000 Kaiser Permanente workers in California, Oregon, and six other states has called off a strike notice after receiving a tentative labor deal with the healthcare network. Both sides announced the agreement yesterday, staving off a potentially crippling strike. Some 32,000 Kaiser employees, mostly in Southern California, were going to walk off the job tomorrow. This is SRN News. There's confusion about how to protect yourself from COVID. One thing is certain, whether you're vaccinated or not, you need an accurate thermometer to check for fever, the leading sign of flu and COVID. Be vigilant and contact your medical provider at the first sign of fever. Don't rely on non-contact thermometers that have no scientific studies. Only the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate in more than 100 clinical studies. Learn more at exergen.com. I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony Madrid. Staff Sergeant Samantha Cowell. Staff Sergeant Alex. Staff Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I am proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I am proud to be a member. And of I'm proud to serve in the United and States. And I am Air proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com. Your pressure washer needs the right accessories. Those are the tools you use to get your job done. We are proud to offer Minnesota-made products like the Aqua Rocket Rotating Nozzle and Hydroflex's line of hydro-excavating tools, including their switchblade and their legendary ripsaw nozzle. All quality and all made in Minnesota. Call us today at 763-521-4442. The following program was pre-recorded. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Is it his time? Where's your hat? Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. It's the King Banyan Show, your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. Oh, God, that's all I need. Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. Let's go while we're young. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. Good morning and welcome to King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. Thank you for being here. Quick programming note right from the top, and we'll mention this again at the end of the hour. Uh, the second hour of the show, live Saturday, which you're, we hope you're listening to right now, 
um, is going to be preempted by uh, by uh, North Dakota State Bison football. Uh, go Bison! Um, they've got a game. They've got pre- their pregame show starts uh, during the ten o'clock hour. So we're going to step aside for them. However, you go. What you were gone last week? You missed a job Saturday, King. And then you're just going to cut out after an hour? What's going on? Well, I can't really tell you all what was going on last week. But what I can tell you is we didn't let you down. There is a second hour of the show. You're just going to have to come back tomorrow to hear it. It'll be on It'll be on our replay tomorrow, Sunday, which also has the show 9 to 11. So if you want to hear it fresh you want to come back uh tomorrow at 10 a.m here on the biz 1440 and you'll be able to hear it you'll be able to hear it as if it were live even though we just we just we just had to go ahead and lay it down uh lay it down uh, yesterday uh so you'll you'll get to hear it but if you don't you know the other way to do this you can go to twincitiesbusinessradio.com you can pick up the you can pick up the podcast there of course you got to be a member of the vip club don't worry they don't they don't hit you with, they don't hit you with mail very often, and the stuff they give you is stuff that you really actually do want to know. But it's a good way for you to pick up the the show from uh, this week. So if you want to go back and listen, indeed, I don't know when they're going to put that up there. It might be in the podcast feed even before tomorrow at ten. So between you and me, you go ahead and give that a listen. Because uh, if you if there's any other way you can listen to it, you can. But I, I will tell you, it's a bit of a different hour. It's not nearly so national focused, uh, but it does talk about uh, rent control and uh, it talks about Zillow and it talks about oh gosh, um, uh, and and uh, oh it talks talks about the truck driver's medium post that is like rocketing around the internet. Never heard of this guy. We probably will never hear of this guy again, but it's just rocketing all over the place. But if you want to hear that hour, you're going to want to, you're going to want to either get the podcast or come back, come back Sunday where, you know, we replay this show every week, nine to 11 uh, here on the biz 1440. So thank you so much for listening. Um, let me tell you what this hour is going to be. This this is going to be, I guess. I guess the theme of the hour is the week the world re- realized that Larry Summers was right. <laughs> if you've listened to the King Banyan show here for oh gosh, probably eight nine months now, I probably haven't gone two to three weeks of broadcast without playing some Larry Summers for you. And I just want to recall for you this particular this particular uh, piece of information, right? All the way back before passing the American Re- the American Recovery Plan, the March 2021 bill, which added about 1.9 trillion dollars to uh, spending, Larry Summers was on was on numerous stations uh i was talking with sean pre-show he loves to he loves to talk on on uh talk on uh, uh television on radio um he's willing to take your call <laughs> and and uh and he was on and says you know i don't he says i don't think the american recovery plan is a good idea because I think it's going to take money away that you're not going to be able to spend on infrastructure. There are other things we really need to do it for. And we really don't need this additional shot in the arm to demand it's likely to be inflationary. The entire world, and partic- but particularly those who support the Biden administration and its agenda, um, could not wait to just rain holy hellfire on poor Professor Summers, uh, formerly President Summers. He was a one-time president of Harvard. Um, uh, if you if you don't recall how he lost that job, he, uh, uh, Mr. Google will inform you. I'll I'll leave it at that. It's uh, an interesting story. But I was talking to Sean Preshow. He is a um, he's brilliant. He. He is a brilliant economist and someone who, um, you know, people were saying back in February or March, well, he's just mad that they didn't pick him 
to be the head of the Council of Economic Advisors. He's just mad that they didn't make him the Treasury Secretary, etc., etc., etc. That might all be true. I don't know what his motivations are. But he could have done it for, for personal reasons and still be right. Well, this is the week where we all find out that he was right. Right? October, indeed, the Financial Times columnist Edward Luce, who used to be a speech writer for Summers when Summers was at the Treasury. He was Secretary of the Treasury during the Clinton administration. Um, when, after, after uh, Bob Rubin. Uh, when Summers, so he writes, you know, I realize, I realize now that he was right all along. And Luce was certainly in the camp of, of saying we need the infrastructure bill and so forth. And, of course, now we've passed the infrastructure bill. So we, did, we passed the 1.9 American Recovery Plan. We've now passed what, what I now like. I just love pronouncing the initials together, the BIF, okay, which in some circles refers to, refers to uh, I'll just leave it as outdoor plumbing. Uh, and... Uh, and and um, they're still talking about passing even more spending. Um, so to read this here, I'm just going to read this to you here. The October CPI rose nine-tenths headline month over month in six-tenths core. That headline number is three-tenths more than expected. The core rate two-tenths above expectation. So we are now at at headline inflation 6.2%. Core rate, 4.6%. The trim means CPI from the Cleveland Fed, which takes out all the volatile stuff at the top and the bottom, is up 4.1%. PPI was also announced this week. Um, and that was up four, uh, four tenths of percent. And that was up four tenths of percent. And all the year, all the year over year, Increases were up 8.6, Okay, taking out core, measuring core CPI, trade CPI. In other words, over the past six months, goods price inflation is up 14%. Let's just play. This is just a little snippet that I heard on CNBC. This is Mark Metric. He is the CEO of Saks. And they spent about five minutes with him where he just got to talk about the fact that his stuff is selling like hotcakes. Okay, just play this clip for me, Sean. Cut number one, please. Oh, it's booming. Uh, to be honest, uh, we've seen the last, you know, uh, 90 days, 120 days, you know, for Saks up north of 70% of where it was in 2019. Uh, so we're seeing explosive growth. That 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 clip has a little bit of a glitch in it. It's up four percent versus twenty nineteen. It is up like forty percent from twenty twenty. It is their sales are going like gangbusters, and we have just poured. And admittedly, it's over ten years, so it's not going to be so. Fa- it's not going to be like the one point nine trillion in March, which which was just like a you know. Just like a, 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 an injection right into the artery of the of the system, it was it was all money right now, and the the amount of stimulus that the economy got in March added fuel to the fire that did this, and now we are adding these other things. And understand, I this is not me complaining about. This is not for me to be complaining about. Uh, the infrastructure package. I'm not saying we don't need roads and bridges. I'm not. I actually am agnostic on that, but it's beside my point. My point is, if you know that you're going to be injecting this amount of money into the system, if you know that, the fact that the Federal Reserve is just going to taper just a little bit and a little at a time that is probably going to mean that that we're going to have significant inflation continuing well into 22 okay that just and, and he goes on for 5 minutes and it's not it's not really worth our time 
uh, today to, to get into this. But uh, basically the CEO is saying people are pouring in. We sell luxury goods. Actually, our cost of our goods hasn't increased that much because a lot of what we're selling is, the you know, at Saks is the cachet of having a Saks product or having some brand label. You know, you get your Gucci bag at Saks, right? Well, the price of your Gucci bag probably isn't influenced very much by labor and transportation costs. It's probably influenced more than anything else by the amount of money people are willing to pay to get that label. And right now, they're willing to pay a lot. And that money is just flowing into the system. Oh, you know, and we just stuck another $1.2 trillion into the system. Admittedly, passed over a long period of time. This, the, the infrastructure bill probably doesn't do a whole lot regarding inflation, but it does something. It doesn't help matters whatsoever and now and i don't care if it's three and a half trillion or 1.75 trillion whatever the money that's in the bill that they're still talking about is likely to be even more inflationary than the basic infrastructure plan but it what this does and i agreed with i agree with ed luce on this in his financial times piece that i tweeted on friday i'll retweet it i'll retweet it to you uh during the during the break um what that piece really, what this is really shows to us is the March plan ended up stimulating the economy. And rather than take the punch bowl away, uh, what the Fed seems to be doing with the taper is sticking a cup into the pot, into the punch bowl and removing it and maybe throwing it down the sink. But they're not and that's not even really right. That's the wrong metaphor. You know what the right metaphor is? They keep refilling the punch bowl over and over again. All they've done now is announced they're going to refill the punch bowl at a slower rate than they did before. Thank you. I've amended myself while I was thinking about it. I think that's my new metaphor. They're not, they're not taking away the punch bowl. They're just going to stop filling it as fast as they were. We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz, 1440. Sightseeing in Ferris, at the Mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to the Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. This entertainment answer brought to you by Exergen. David Allen Greer stars in Clifford the Big Red Dog and his confident families will love it. It's the idea of a live dog that has the temperament of a puppy. It's a family movie. If you have kids who love the Clifford books, bring them here. There's so few programs and movies that are really family entertainment. Clifford the Big Red Dog, rated PG. For more information, head over to theentertainmentanswer.com. Your guests will be impressed when you serve them round ice cubes for their holiday drinks. Hi, it's PJ from PJ's Appliance. Check out our new LG refrigerators. They feature an automatic ice maker that creates bar-quality sphere ice. The slow-melting round ice cubes make every drink taste better longer. This little detail can make you the best party host on the block. Craft clear sphere ice right from your new LG refrigerator from PJ's Appliance. You know we take great pride in separating ourselves from those overpriced big box stores. How? By simply providing over-the-top customer service and great quality appliances at unbeatable prices. Come see why PJ's Appliance Outlet has quickly become the trusted store for brand new scratch and dent appliances. You'll save hundreds, even thousands of dollars on brand new name brand refrigerators, ovens, washers, dryers, dishwashers, and microwaves. Visit our showroom or find us online at pjsapplianceoutlet.com. That's pjsapplianceoutlet.com, where every deal is a steal. Want to enroll your child in Christian school for half the cost? TwinCitiesTuitions.com has joined with area private schools to offer half-price tuition for your child's first year. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, you'll see our partnering schools, an interactive map to find one in your area, and frequently asked questions about the program. Now more than ever, it's important for your child to have a biblical worldview. 
Get details about the half-off Christian tuition program at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. There's a ton to explore at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Like the biggest savings around at our half-off deals tab. Click on programs to see your daily lineup. Win prizes at the VIP fan club. Catch up on your favorite podcasts and more. The Business VIP Club and New American Funding want to pay your mortgage next year. This is Tom Matiney from New American Funding, and I'm excited to be the sponsor of the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Contest. If you win, we'll pay your mortgage or rent for all of next year. That's extra money to take a family vacation, put in a pool, or help a friend in need. Enter once a day from now through December 20th at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. The Christmas Mortgage Miracle from the Business VIP Club and me, Tom Matiney, at New American Funding. Welcome back, King Daniel Show, the Biz 1440. So this is basically two points, and I'm trying to decide what the title of this hour of the show is going to be. And, I, I mean, I, I don't want to steal uh, Luce's um, uh, title. Turns out Larry Summers was right. That's that, which could, but could be the title of the hour. It could be. My other point, and I and and in this, I'm going to probably go ahead and talk about uh, uh, Paul Krugman as well, uh, and 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 Krugman and Summers was basically the green room conversation that happened between Sean and I about I don't know 45 minutes ago or so, uh, and we were talking about talking about both of them. They they were classmates, right? Um, and they've got different takes on this. Um, and I partially agree. In fact, I probably more agree with Summers than Krugman. But Krugman's made a point that I think I really agree with more. Um, and it's what I'm thinking the title of the hour will be. And, and that's this. Um, there are a lot of people who are trying to use the phrase stagflation. This is like the 70s. This is like, you know... This, we went over this, folks. If you go listen to the podcast of the show, go back and listen like in June or July. I don't think we title an hour this, but um, my my short response to this, this ain't your daddy's stagflation. I grew up, I was, I, I finished college in the late 70s, and I was a graduate student during the uh, Reagan-Carter campaign in 1980, Reagan-Carter and, and John Anderson. Um, and <laughs> I'm saying that for the benefit of one listener who knows how I voted that year. Uh, and and I, I, um, I, I will say, I feel like I'm pretty well qualified to talk about that, about that stagflation because the stagflation is part of what talked me into going to graduate school. There were no job offers in when I came out. I had one job opportunity. I could have been a regional salesperson for National Cash Register. Well, I don't think that job would have had a lot. I don't think I could have made a lifetime uh, career selling cash registers like I have been able to make a lifetime in academia. Um, I think I ended up making the right choice. I, my plan wasn't really when I was in starting my senior year of college. My plan was not to go to graduate school. I can tell you that. Uh, I was actually looking to do something. I was looking to do pretty much anything else, including thinking about law school. I thought about going to get an MBA uh, briefly. I, I didn't really entertain that thought very seriously. But let's think about the differences, right? The unemployment rate is is down. I mean, there are similarities. So one of the similarities that's being pointed out is the fact that right now, inflation rates are running above the rate of growth of wages. Right? Inflation rates are growing up, go, are running ahead of wage increases. So there's a lovely, and I think I tweeted this before, but I will I will retweet this. Uh, to you, just as I put the loose piece up, I'll put this up here. 
Uh, this was on CNBC on Wednesday, and they were talking about how how inflation is outpacing wage growth. So year-over-year changes right now, consumer price index with the announcement on Wednesday has risen 6.2% year-over-year on the headline number. Average hourly earnings have risen 4.9%. Now, everybody says there's a labor shortage. What should happen during a labor shortage? Wages should rise. What is the wage that's relevant to a worker? Well, the wage that's relevant to a worker should be the real wage, just as that's what's relevant to, to the, to the uh, employer. It's how much that per- person produces and the price at which you can sell the product. If prices are rising, it typically will pass along in higher wages. But that's not what's happening right now. We have wages fall, raise, rising less than prices are. And that story has been true pretty much since early of 2021. Wage growth shot up dramatically in, um, in uh, uh, April, May, and, and June. But I think some of this is going to be a composition effect. I've, I've talked about this. But if you, look, if you drill down into wages for specific job categories like like food and ser- food service workers retail workers and so forth their wages are not rising as fast as prices are rising and so when people look at me and say what do we do about the labor shortage i say well first off would you like to give them pay raises so they can at least keep up with inflation wouldn't that help well that was in fact not what was happening back in Back in in the 1970s, in the 70s, wage wage price spirals were such that wages were rising faster than prices. Wages were encouraging additional additional price increase. Wages were encouraging additional price increases, and that's the wage price spiral that we fear. It's the wage price spiral that I think Larry Summers fears. So you got an economy that's growing really rapidly. Here, let me let me play a little bit of this for you. Uh, uh, Jim Bullard was on Fox Business with uh, Mornings with Maria uh, uh, Thursday, and and he was talking about he was talking about basically his prognosis for how the economy is growing right now. Let's just play. We got two little clips of him right now. Let's go ahead and play cut number two, please. You know the the growth rate slowed down in the third quarter of twenty uh, the the third quarter that was just completed, but we now expect that. Uh, growth will return here in the fourth quarter and all the way through 2022. I'd have growth uh, marked at higher than 4% for all of 2022. That's a pretty big number. So if we have the growth rate at 4%, that means we're going to grow above trend. We're going to continue to converge on on the uh, on the the given path that we were knocked off in during during COVID. That should mean that these wages are going to continue to increase. Okay, these are going to con- these these rates are going to continue to go up. Let, let me play a little bit more of uh, Jim Bullard Thursday uh, from uh, Mornings with Maria. Cut number three, please. The level of GDP is above the pre-pandemic level, so we've already fully recovered in that sense uh, from the pandemic, and the pandemic isn't even over yet. Uh, so I think uh, we're in pretty good shape for economic growth. So think about that. We are still, you know, four million people less than we should ha- than than we had pre-pandemic in terms of workers. But real GDP is above where it was before. Nominal GDP is is, is I think what he meant was nominal GDP. Nominal GDP is already above that. So if nominal GDP is at its previous level, but we have four million fewer workers, we are not producing as much stuff as we did pre-pandemic and nominal gdp can only go up from higher prices but if real gdp is expected to grow by four percent more by four percent in 2022 that may both decrease the amount of inflation going forward but it should increase wages so you are caught in this very odd situation where Businesses still want to hire additional workers, 
they're going to have to end up raising wages. I expect average these uh, average hourly earning numbers on a on a year over year basis to continue to rise past five percent next year. They kind of have to just to just to try to encourage some of those workers coming back. And I, I'm going to talk a little bit about that in a moment. But but this is what's damaging consumer confidence. They don't see higher wages right now in real terms. They get the news about about Delta, which is clearly that plus Hurricane Ida damaged the third quarter GDP numbers. They're a deviation off of 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 that faster growth. I, I what I what I see is I agree with Bullard on the on this. I think 2022 is going to be a pretty strong year, but it's being a strong year where you're going to see significantly higher wages. And the danger to me is whether or not we're ex- uh, inserting additional rocket fuel through federal spending. Uh, we are already committing, the pres- President Biden expects to sign the bipartisan infrastructure bill in, um, you know, on, I believe, Wednesday next week, but that's going to co- play. Most of that money is going to get spent in 22. It is not going to be money that's meant to be... St- I mean, some of that money is going to be spent in 22, and I expect some of it to be front-loaded. Okay? That's going to be front-loaded. That's going to put a strain and increase prices even further. I think that's I think that's a damage to this. And again, what's the Fed doing? They are they are not putting money. <laughs> they are not taking the punch bowl away. They're just adding they're just adding additional punch to the bowl at a slower rate, and will continue to do so for some time ahead. I don't think that's a particularly good plan. We need to take a break. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to The King Banga Show on The Biz, 1440. When you take the time to really get to know your body, you find that the root causes of its aches and pains are usually simple. The older we get, the more exercise we undertake and the more injuries we sustain, the more inflammation our bodies suffer from. It's so simple. And my answer to that pain is Relief Factor, which I discovered years ago and take every single day to great effect. It helps the body to fight off inflammation, and I've never found anything that worked better in my life. I can't recommend it enough. 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. relieffactor.com. Hey, you still got that trick need? It starts hurting whenever the weather's going to change? Yeah, I'm feeling it that way. So that old hockey injury. You know, an Arctic spa, all-wetter pool from Premier Pool and Spa could help you relieve some of those aches and pains. No kidding, eh? Yeah, imagine coming home from a long day at the salt mine and easing into a world of warmth and comfort. Oh, yeah, I can almost feel it. And then, when you're all limbered up, you can stay in tip-top shape with an invigorating swim. Wow, sounds like an all-weather pool from Premier Pool and Spa is a hot tub, a spa, and a pool all in one. Yeah, and because it's engineered for the world's harshest climates, it's perfect for Minnesota. Hey, maybe after a few sessions in my pool, I can actually get back on the ice again. If you mean for ice fishing... Then I would say, let's go, eh? That's probably more my speed. Hey, all-weather pools from Arctic Spa are on sale now at Premier Pool and Spa in Chanhassen. You deserve it. Premier Pool and Spa, online at premierpools.com. Unless you've visited our studios, you probably haven't seen how clean they are. But I assure you, you can hear it. Hey, I'm Trevor K. checking in on behalf of Forever Cleaning. Tasha and the team at Forever Cleaning are a big part of why we sound so fantastic on air. I mean, have you ever heard a dusty mic? Not here you haven't. It sounds something like this. No good, right? But Forever Cleaning's attention to detail goes beyond the studios in this microphone. 
Our break room is clean and inviting, the office areas are orderly and organized, and the bathrooms are always spotless. If you need Forever Cleaning's expert care in your office or store, or you just want to make certain your mic sounds as good as mine, well then reach out to Tasha and her expert team today at ForeverCleaning.com. That's ForeverCleaning.com to schedule your free walkthrough and quote. ForeverCleaning.com, that's the number 4, E-V-R-Cleaning.com. Remember, Forever Cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. Thank you for listening. I love that song. Yeah, we, well, I guess we got to get out of the song and get back to work, huh? Okay. Uh, welcome back, King Banyan Show. We were talking about, talking about uh, two pieces. One, one, this is, this is the week everyone realized that those who were talking about the fact that we didn't need the American Recovery Plan back in February, led by folks like Larry Summers, not just Larry, um, Olivier Blanchard, also a person of the center left, um, was also pretty outspoken that it was ill-timed. Um, it was, it, it really was. I mean, I, it, I think it, I think it was a bad idea. I th- I thought and I still believe that relative to what the Fed thought it was going to do in the spring of this year, it's going to force the Fed not just to taper but to raise rates sooner. I do expect I do expect rates to go up. Indeed, you know what? I'm not going to save it. I'm going to play this clip. This is uh, Bullard again, Jim Bullard, the, the Federal Reserve Bank of St. Louis president um, and St. Cloud State grad, by the way. Uh, and um, talking about what he sees as the path for monetary policy. And, and I think this is, and I will say, you know, knowing the man, uh, I have to admit I'm probably biased on this, but I think this is the same view. Cut number four, please. Yeah, I mean, as you know, I, I, uh, I moved my rate hikes into 2022 um, last summer, and now I've got two rate hikes in, in 2022. Uh, so by conventional wisdom, we'd have to complete the taper before we'd uh, start with the uh, normalization of the policy rate. Um, you know, I don't know exactly how this is going to play out. It is data dependent. Uh, you get into the second quarter there, we wouldn't be having very many purchases, and it's kind of questionable what kind of impact they'd be having anyway. So I think if we had to, we could uh, end the taper somewhat sooner uh, as you know, or your viewers may know, I've been advocating getting done by the end of the first quarter. But I, I think, you know, depending on how the data come in, if the if inflation's more persistent than we're saying right now, uh, then I think we may have to take uh, a little sooner action in order to keep inflation under control. I believe the Fed has been moving toward President Bullard's view over the last six to eight months. I've met more and more of the presidents and. Even now, some of the governors, the D.C.-based governors, are are saying, "Yeah, we probably do. We probably need to. We probably need to wrap this up sooner." The taper is currently scheduled to be done, as he mentions, at the end of the second quarter. I don't think we were on the air when uh, during the we the uh, FOMC meeting happened since our last live show. So, um, and I don't have time really to talk about it. So I'll just say this much: the path they. Bullard has correctly identified the path that they're on right now. I think they'll have to speed up the path. My argument is right now they that the Fed is still, even with the pronouncements, they are still step a step behind, right? They're st- they, they seem to be moving in the direction of getting tighter sooner, but they're not quite there yet. They're just, they're, they're not there. And why aren't they there? Well, Back to Larry Summers. I think Larry has made made this point repeatedly, but this is a cut. This this is this cuts from uh, Bloomberg. Uh, this was this was on the air last night. 
on Wall Street Week, and this is cut. I believe this is that that one. This is cut number five, please. But you know, the administration's budget and the administration's forecast with this stimulus was that this year we'd have two percent inflation, and it's likely to come in three times uh, that. I think they're just not recognizing just how much demand is being created by the tremendous wall of money, 15% of GDP in one year that they released uh, last uh, spring. And that in conjunction with a central bank, the, the Fed that keeps the interest rate at zero, that's buying all kinds of uh, bonds and mortgages when the middle of a housing uh, boom just sets off a dynamic. And then the thing about inflation is you start chasing your tail. Rising inflation uh, of inputs leads firms to raise their prices. That leads other firms to raise their prices. And uh, the whole thing spirals. So the argument between that point of view, which I think now, I, I, I now think he's, more and more people are coming around to this viewpoint. The argument against it, and, I, and this is where I'm going to say Larry's 80% right, and I'm about to spend time, a lot of time on the 20%. And, and so let me stipulate right up front. He's been right pretty consistently since February. The question here is this. How does this look like the 70s and, in my mind, and mentioned by Paul Krugman, what is more like an earlier period? Because on this show back in June or July, and I should try to see if I can find the recording, we discussed how we would how this was more like perhaps the 1940s. And why do I say that? And I and, and I know this is, people want to say, no, it's stagflation, it's stagflation. It's like, not really. So think about the following. One, during World War II, all of the production of our economy was geared toward winning the war. Rightfully so. Let me, let me, let me make sure no one misunderstands me, right? I'm not saying we shouldn't have done that. The, the government during wartime intervenes dramatically in the production of war material. It needed it used wage and price controls, which I think which I think on average probably were not the best idea. But it was it. I, I mean, it's un, it's an understandable mistake, but I think it was a mistake. By the way, I think it's what led to income tax withheld withholding. At least if you ask Milton Friedman, uh, his view was they they made a mistake doing that. But, but that said, okay, so one, you've got an economy that's producing for war and producing for war, 42, 43, 44. You get to 45, the war ends. You can't just turn a switch off and a switch on, a phrase that I've used repeatedly when I was talking about lockdowns in 2020. The economy's not a light switch. You can't just say, okay, stop making less of that, stop making, start making more of this. That's what the price system does. The price system sends the signal of what to produce and what not to produce. And the, and the government can't make that happen, okay, make that happen on a dime. So the types of goods that were greatly desired for war were no longer desired. Their prices would fall. The items that were greatly desired for peacetime, like housing, went up dramatically as people demobilized. But housing can't be built in a night. You actually have to take the time to build it. And that creates, in the meantime, a sharp increase in the price of housing. Lots of rent control measures. We're going to talk about rent controls next hour, for those of you that listen to the next hour. Um, but rent control actually started as a way to help veterans coming back from World War II. That was their. That was the genesis of it. Okay, so that's one thing. So t the economy can't switch on a dime like that. Two, any soldier, soldier, sailor, marine, uh, airman, uh, uh, coastie who came back from the war 
got a substantial demobilization check from the Department of Defense. Sound like a sound like a stimulus check? Does it sound like a does it sound like a, a payment? Yep, it sounds like that. That in fact did happen at that time. Okay, so that happened too. And then three, remember you had a workforce that in some cases had been gone for years doing something else has a big amount of money, and now has to figure out where in the world am I going to work in the peacetime economy. So there's lots of searching. There's lots of decisions being made about whether or not to go back to work. That, in fact, that in fact feels a lot like the economy we have now. Krugman has made this point, and this is the point that, that, Summers, that he says, no, this isn't, this isn't 70 stagflation. And you'll remember, we had a great economy in 1948, 49, and 50, to which I say, yes, that's true, but don't forget, we, we also had the Korean conflict. So the only way you can sort of make the claim that this is how we will, it's, it's, everything's going to turn out fine, you shouldn't be screaming at President Biden about this, which has been Krugman's point. I disagree on <clears throat> what it means in terms of policy, but I agree with the diagnosis that the 1940s is a better example of what's what's out there than than what uh, than what uh, uh, um, people would say regarding the 70s and stagflation, which is, I think, a bit more of where where uh, Larry Summers' head is at. I'm going to let Summers respond to Krugman, but we're going to do that after these messages. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on the Biz 1440. I say, yeah, I just can't find no job. The house red, blue. The Biz 1440, KYCR Golden Valley. Why are cash out refinances such a big deal right now? Uncle Ryan tries to teach me something. I really feel like right now might be a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I've been doing this for 18 years now, and I've just never seen a market where the rates are so low and values across the country have skyrocketed as much as they have. That combination, um, I remember one couple in particular, they were looking to do some home improvements at the house, but they were worried about their payments going up. Well, with rates being so low and them building up so much equity in the home over the last few years, were you able to get them the cash out for those home improvements and their payments actually went down a little bit? Every single situation is different, but it does happen more often than you think. So it definitely does not hurt to call. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA United Mortgage Corp. 25 Middle Park Road, Melbourne, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to Animalist Consumer Access. Start corporate Animalist number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. Don't get lost in the endless stream of misleading headlines. Turn to a leading source of conservative news. Townhall.com. Political cartoons. Thoughtful commentary. And an intelligent perspective on the day's headlines. Townhall.com. A division of Salem Media Group. Get that Rack Shack attack. Rack Shack barbecue. To do you right. We take time for a barbecue flavor that will blow your mind. Get that Rack Shack attack. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-860-4610. 800-860-4610. That's 800-860-4614. Salmon fishing in Alaska. 
at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to The Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. My mama said, thick old fan. You can kiss me, baby, when it's time to get thick again. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, the Biz 1440. Thank you for listening. Just a reminder, the second hour of this show is is uh, preempted today only, Saturday, for uh, North Dakota State Bison football uh, coming up after the top of the hour. But if you do want to hear the second hour of the show, you can come back tomorrow, Sunday, and you can listen to us during uh, the replay. Uh, where there won't be football, but instead a second hour of analysis uh, that, like we always provide here on the King Banyan Show. So do come back for that. Uh, if you're listening, if you're listening to us already on Sunday, don't tune away. Stay tuned. Your 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 second hour will be right up. But first, let me uh, let me uh, finish this thought about the the week in which everyone recognized that Larry Summers had been right all along. Um, and I'm saying he's 80% right. I, I think he was right on the diagnosis almost entirely. And I, uh, except I think the comparator is not so much the 70s as the 40s. But Summers should be given his due because he's been right about so much, I think he should be given a chance to sort of explain why he thinks he's right and Krugman is wrong. And so he's asked the question and he answers it. Let's play that. Cut number six. Now, the argument that thoughtful people like my uh, friend, former classmate, uh, Paul Krugman, uh, make is that there's some risk aversion principle that we've got to do this because it would be so catastrophic to um, run a recession and inflation is a manageable problem. I agree that we've got to guard against risks, but here's my view. My view is if we let inflation accelerate, there's almost no proven ability of the central bank to engineer a soft landing. And so in order to squeeze out an extra bit of hoped for labor market tightness, I think we're taking a real risk that we're setting up for a very serious uh, problem. Now, I, as you might guess, I agree with it, with his decision about the the risk reward spectrum. Here's the here's the point I would make, though. What has to happen to bring us back to the level of labor force participation we had before is largely going to depend on us bringing back people who decided to step away from the workforce. There was a wonderful, uh, there was a good tweet. This is a, 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 a Jenna Smalek, uh, who writes for the New York Times, had posted this. This is from Goldman Sachs, uh, and this was posted uh, Friday morning. Um, in, the, in the 5 million people missing from the job market, I actually think it's less than 5, but we'll, we'll hold on to this. Only 1.7 million of them are prime age, meaning up to age 54, between ages 25 and 54. About 900,000 of them are above age 55, but not retired. Now, if you look at that group, if you look at that group, there was going to be some decline in the labor force anyway, because people were going to, because we have boomers who are retiring. And that would be normal. But rather than having one million retirees over retirees, which would be the normal number, we're running at about two and a half times that. Okay. So the question is, how is it that you can encourage, if you think that your goal is to bring those workers back, the prime age males are only going to get you about a third of the way to where you want to go, the the fifty five plus folks who are still looking actively looking for work, um, they're probably coming back. They they intend to come back. They might be helped, but that only gets you halfway there. But the only way to get those folks back is probably going to be 
a combination of higher wages, better news about Delta, about about COVID. I actually don't think it's a. I don't know that. Uh, again, I don't think it's it's all that much dealing with childcare and school closings. I think that's some of it, but I think you're I think you're nibbling around the edges. The fundamental issue is simply this. COVID reduces the willingness of those over ages 55 and particularly over age 65 to continue to expose themselves to risk by going to a workplace every day. If you can allow them to work from home, they'd be happy to keep doing that. Right? Particularly if wages are continuing to rise, that just sounds awesome to them. But I think for a substantial portion of them, they might not want to work from home because they miss the camaraderie of being in the workplace. I know I do. Um, I lose energy by having to work from home, even though I can do everything I can do in my office, I can do from home. I come here because seeing students, seeing faculty, seeing my staff energizes me. I look forward to being here. Seeing my, my colleagues, uh, uh, my fellow deans, it energizes me. I want to be here for that. But I think I recognize that I'm probably a minority in that, in that viewpoint. What's it going to take to bring those folks back? The reason I agree on the prognosis that we probably shouldn't be trying to juice the economy and risking higher inflation is I don't think higher inflation is bringing that group back. But that's my view, right? That's my view. It, the, what will bring that group back is a very, very different type of policy. And I don't see any of it being discussed in Washington. I don't see any of it being discussed at the Fed. I don't see any of it. The Fed somehow seems to think their goal is not to increase that num- those numbers, but instead focusing on unemployment rates for various demographic groups based on, based on race and gender. I don't think that's going to help us solve this problem. If Assuming these numbers are right, and I believe they are, okay, figuring out how to get 55-plus-year-old workers back to the workforce is the key to solving these, um, solving these these particular issues. At any rate, I want to thank you for listening for to the first hour. If you're if you're listening to us on Sunday, stand by. You'll hear the second hour. If you're listening to us on the first hour, uh, stand by for Bison football. Uh, and you can catch us either tomorrow Sunday on the replay, or you can listen to us on the podcast at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. Thanks, Sean, for your production. And you've been listening to the King Banyan Show on the Biz fourteen forty. Hi, this is Eric with the Kingdom Builders. During a recent meeting, I was pretty amazed at how everyone got along so well, and we all agreed on just about everything. I think it's because we have strived for years to have everyone doing a job that they enjoy. We think that ends up being a benefit to our customers. When you like what you're doing, you tend to do a better job, as well as have a better attitude. Over the years, I've tried a variety of jobs at the Kingman Builders. I've tried sales, project managing, installing doors, working in the office, but currently I'm installing gutters and loving it. It's a pleasure to be able to do my job well and enjoy doing it. So if you need a roof or gutters, give us a call at 612-900-9166 or look us up online at thekingdombuilders.com. That's thekingdombuilders.com. Every day... The men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, we have served our nation as a force in readiness. From combat operations to humanitarian assistance in every corner of the world. No matter where the mission takes us today, or wherever our country needs us tomorrow, we always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for each other, for our nation, for us all, the few, the proud, the Marines. We all know 
how crazy the real estate market has been the past few years. Home values going up, interest rates have been at historic lows. It's a great opportunity to take advantage of both of those. Now, maybe you refinanced and maybe you did it a couple years ago. Maybe you're in the process, you're looking at moving. Well, United Faith Mortgage is somebody that can really set you on a great path. Hey, it's Lee Michaels here for United Faith Mortgage, and they are in the relationship business. It's not about just right now getting you into the best rate. Yes, they will do that, but they're also thinking about being there for you now and in the future. So whether you're thinking about it soon or down the road, United Faith Mortgage has great options for you, like a cash-out refinance. Maybe that home value has gone up. Maybe you want to do some upgrades. Maybe you want to take a trip. Maybe you want to just set yourself up for the future a little better. Take that cash-out refinance. Call United Faith Mortgage. They are a direct lender, which means they handle everything themselves, and that can get you a better rate. For details, visit them online at unitedfaithmortgage.com. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. Animalist number 1330. Ryan Vrecka, number 652. Your exclusive source for NDS. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.